Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Design Recharge. I'm your host, Diane Gibbs, and today is a rapid recharge. So that means it's just me, and I'm trying to do a few more of these. Um, I would like to do one a month. That would be great. So I've prepared a little something, and I kind of wanted to talk, talk to you about some of these things. So one of the first things is, obviously, it's a new year. There's new things going on. What can I do today that will help me in one of my goals? And sometimes I'm really bad. I'm, I'm good at making lists and crossing little things off my list, but sometimes I never get to the big picture things. Like so many things end up creating a storm because I end up taking a storm. I don't have really great boundaries. So it's something I'm, I'm really working on. And I'm sure I'll talk to you about that more, but I am really excited about, I'm teaching web design and I'm also teaching a social media class. And I always think there's always stuff you can learn, Right. And I know I have um, talked to y'all about, you know, uh, online learning and doing things and constantly learning. And I've had a kid one time um, call me and was said, you know, I still haven't gotten a job in design. Um, you know, can you help me? And I, the first question I said, I said was, well, what have you taught yourself in the last six months? And she's like, I mean, it was silence. And she's like, nothing. Um, Oh, she hadn't taught herself anything. Thank you so much, Doc. So she hadn't taught herself anything in six months. In the last six months, she'd been out of school about seven years. And then I said, well, what have you taught yourself in the last year? And then still nothing. And I said, well, what have you taught yourself since you graduated? And she said, I didn't know I had to keep doing stuff. And I'm like, oh, you always have to keep, you can't use the same portfolio. It's just like doing new work, you know? And if, if you're not doing the work you want to do, then you should have a side project or, you know, it's not always about learning, but sometimes it's about a side project. I always think you learn something with a side project because you don't, you're interested in something, whether it could be about bees. Maybe you just don't know a ton about bees, but you, you know how to illustrate, but you end up doing something else new because we're creative. And I think we're, we're created to do new cool things all the time. Hey, Frederick. All right. So, um, Hey, Heather, just trying to make Joey great to see you guys. Josh Ash, always good to see you. Kent, yay. Kisten, nice to see you. Patricia, hello. And thanks for being a patron, Patricia. I appreciate it. So today I'm going to go over two things that I actually went over with my classes yesterday. And one of the things is for class in, in school, but I'm also, I'm writing this workbook. Right now it's 54 pages and I am, um, writing this and I'm going to be releasing it to the, the tier. I can't remember what the name of the tier is, but it's like the third tier, the $19 tier. So it's kind of a commitment, but you're getting a course right here with me and it's going to be the social media course. So I'm recording some videos so you don't miss out on lectures and things like that. But I'm going to go over a little bit of some of the things that I am kind of talked to, to my class yesterday. So I'm giving you the little preview about what we'll be talking about in that Patreon course. So it's going to be released as the weeks go. Um, so it'll kind of be flowing in. If you're a patron later and you can just get it all in one month and then you can stop being a $19 supporter. And then, so just wait 15 weeks and you can get the whole thing for $19. Um, I'm just kidding, whatever, but hopefully it'll be uh, beneficial to you. Um, and then I'm also wondering if people would want to learn a little bit about web. So sometimes I feel like, so I have to take people from nothing to something. And I know that's not everybody. You know, I absolutely know that most of you guys are totally um, know everything. So maybe it's a little bit too basic, but I'm going to go through kind of what I'm doing. I love this new tool that Brian White told me about. And now I've have now I'm helping Brian. I was so good. Just so you know, like, you know, when you have one of those friends that you always, you kind of feel bad because you're always calling and being like, can you help me with this? Like, do you have friends like this? This is, this is what Brian is to be. He's always like, and he's never ever tells me no. I mean, he tells me he's busy sometimes, but he always ends up helping me. And sometimes it's like a lot of hours and anyway, so it's not Webflow, but I, he talked to me about that one. So I, it'll be the next one I look into. But it's thing called Elementor. It's a plugin that goes into WordPress. I do really like WordPress. One, I like WordPress because it is easy for my clients to update. It's easy for them to kind of understand. And then Elementor, I usually use the Divi as the theme. And that's what I'm using for this project. But then Brian turned me on to this plugin called Elementor. It's, 
if you would want me to make another tier that was just for this web class, just tell me and I'll, I'll release that one. And in, um, in Elementor, there's free. We're going to use the Astra um, the theme because it's free. Um, we're going to use the free version just so that everything's free. So the only thing you'd have to pay for is hosting. Oh, somebody said something about Squarespace. So I, mm, maybe I shouldn't do this one. But anyway, well, I'm just giving you my opinion. I, I think designers should be able to design. And if you're going to do web design, right? Now, if you're not going to do web design, Squarespace would be great. Squarespace, my sister has a Squarespace site. I didn't design it. She has a Squarespace site for her. Um, and I think it's terrific. Like it's really good. My church uses a Squarespace site. Um, and so it, the designer designed, you know, parts of it. It's easy for them to update, but I'm not letting my kids use Squarespace and I'm not letting them use Wix. They actually can't use any template. They have to design it because we're going to be talking about strategy. And I love talking about web strategy. Okay, here we go. So I'm going to share my screen. All right, so this is a, a mini lecture that I gave at a design conference, but I thought, well, I think it could be good for, for y'all. I think it could be good for my students. So I did share this one in my social media class. I can't go to full screen, so I just have to click. Um, all right, so first thing I think when you're learning new technology, you've got to follow your curiosity. Curiosity can be the best part. It can also be very frustrating. It can also be something where you're like, oh, I really didn't like that. So then you need to listen to that and go down something else. Web may not be for you. Social media may not be for you. You may really want to learn how to do more packaging and you like get deep into it then try to take some courses that would do that. So this one, uh, I would say, follow your curiosity. Kind of let it lead you. And, but don't leave when it gets hard. Leave when you get maybe bored. So as you guys know, I am a huge listener, um, reader. I do read. I'm just really slow. But these are some of the books that I've read in the last, I don't know, three years. I mean, I've read more of them. Uh, some of these I just read last year. Um, Anyway, these are just some that I absolutely love, and some of these really do have to deal with social media or, or business. You know, as a designer, I listen to a lot of business podcasts. I read a lot of business books. Even the book on Andrew Carnegie, man, talk about things that he was doing that was revolutionary. We could do revolutionary things that would help people. Being, having a library was revolutionary at that time, which I just think is amazing. So I also love um, podcasts, and I don't think you should listen to just design podcasts or just business podcasts. I love um, 30 for 30s. I love sports. I love emotional stories that are real heart um, clenchers. I love people who can tell good stories, really. And 30 for 30 is done by ESPN, and they're incredible. Um. Yes, they are ideal for commuting. Um, oh, Derek, I'm so glad you're here then. Thank you. I got it. Um, P Patricia said their podcasts are great to deal with commuting. Absolutely. Talk about getting rid of road rage. It's just you want to be with these people and you want to hear these stories. It's like being in a movie and somebody making you leave early when you get to your house. So TED Talks are terrific. That's one um, by Brene Brown and then Building a Story Brand with Donald Miller. Um, Hidden Brain is from NPR with Sean Kirby Danton. I'm sure I'm not saying his name right, but he is amazing. Um, I can't remember the guy who makes lore, but I, it's just stories. It's just for fun, but it's all these history and kind of, um, it, it really paints a picture. Aaron Mankey, that's absolutely right. Yes, you're right. Thank you. Um, lore also just came out with a um, Amazon TV show or something. So I have watched one. It didn't creep me out. I really like, um, I don't like scary movies. So I wasn't sure I was going to like, I love the audio though. And then I love creative pep talk. Maybe one day um, I'll get Andy on here. Um, but I love him and I love listening to him. Listen to him this morning. One of the things I know I've had these, a lot of people like here I've had on, on my show and I, absolutely um, love Michael Stinson who um, and and Rachel Elner um, they run type 
hyphen ed and type ed is man meaty really i do i listened to 99 percent invisible too but i didn't have enough space to do that one um i don't always listen to it to be honest jason it it doesn't make my weekly cut but it is on my feed and honest designers is on my feed i was trying to do ones that weren't necessarily always designed but anyway so um, type ed is really good they also have some courses that are really uh, affordable and really digestible now i did a um a big course with them and it was more than I'd ever learned about he just blew my mind and it's really one-on-one -on -one. like you're really in a real class you're getting feedback it was amazing and I think I know a good bit about type but clearly I don't know enough so um, and then I use Skillshare Skillshare is kind of more of a uh, get your feet wet um, it's not super deep dive sometimes it's deep dives into one niche thing um, but a lot of times it's just kind of giving you a good um, overview and then you can go and you can practice. And I really like that. It's $10 a month. I don't get any money for this. I guess I could share my Skillshare share link or something, which I guess will be in the bottom. Um, and then AIGA, I'm a member. We don't have creative mornings here, but I think going to things is really, really important in person things that you're getting to know people with. And then I love Creative South. I know a lot of you I've met at Creative South or know from Creative South and um, you are family. I am so thankful. I am so thankful to UDC, UC, U, UCDA also, that would be one in there, that um, I got to meet Patricia there. I got to meet some other great, great people. Um, that's University College Design Association. And you know, I just think it's important to have some face-to-face -face time with other creatives. Really does help you. And then I am in a mastermind group. Does anybody besides me? I know. I believe me. I am really. I get mixed up with those acronyms. Um, but does anybody remember this mastermind game? If you're listening, I'm showing this kind of like fake wooden thing um, with these holes and. Um, I know I need to do, I'm writing that down page. I'm going to do one on masterminds. Maybe I'll have my mastermind group on there. I loved, I love having face to time, face to face time with people at a conference or at a, um, you know, at a creative morning or an AIGA thing, but there's even deeper is somebody who's going to meet with you on a weekly or bi-weekly, bi-monthly basis. Um, I mean, twice, twice a month is what I mean. and then you're actually getting to know them and getting to kind of understand where some of their pain points are and where they really need to grow. So Taylor, I think I'm going to set some people up. So if you're interested, um, Taylor just asked, how do you find a mastermind group? I'm going to, I'm going to send you guys. Um, I will make a mastermind. Amy already knows who I'm going to connect you with. There's another girl named Amy that I'm going to connect you with. So, okay. So I'm writing you down. Taylor, can you send me an email so that I will get you in? Carly, send me an email. So just title the thing mastermind, and then I'm going to connect you guys. So, so Derek, same thing. So just tell me, and then I'm going to probably send you a, a Google form or a gravity forms that I want you to fill out to kind of let me know what you want to work on because I do think masterminds are incredibly important. I actually considered putting them in one of my tiers, but I actually just really feel like I need to just put people together. So, um, so uh, some ideas on how they work. Uh, maybe I'll create a PDF for that too. I, I didn't get to write everybody down. So if you guys could send me an email and then say, I want to be part of a mastermind and then I will connect with you. And Dominique, we will get it. We will get you working in there too. And we'll just get the time changed. So, no problem. Okay. But I need to know a little bit more. So I'll send you the little um, thing. It'll probably be next week. Just so you know. Anybody listening, you can send me an email at diane at rechargingyou.com is probably the best one. If you send me it to diane at designrecharge.org, that's fine too. Um, but I'll put them all together. Okay. So next slide. I think it's important to have face-to-face -to -face time too, not just learning online. So obviously I do design recharge. You all know that. Um, see, this is UCDA um, right there, but like it's, you know, I've interviewed, um, it is possible, Dominique, we'll get it, we will get it, I promise, no worries, 
But there's all kinds of side projects that I've interviewed people about. And sometimes they're really just, they start as something just very personal. And then sometimes they just, they just flow out. And I don't know what I mean by flow out, but they just expand. They reach more people. Sometimes they're more private, but sometimes they're not. So I believe um, learning new things can be difficult. This is one of the things that I learned. Uh, the positivity ratio, the, the link is here. Ooh, not a link. The um, Well, it is a link, but I'm, it's not clickable. But I guess I could, it'll be in the underneath on... Uh, YouTube, it'll be underneath on SoundCloud, and it'll be in the show notes on um, on my website. I'm recharging you. dot com. But anyway, so if you, we need three times as many positive um, thoughts as we do negative to actually combat all the negative thoughts that we have. Because, and we've talked about this, and holding a pen or pencil in your mouth actually sends off the right kind of, uh, it, it builds serotonin, I believe. It sends off the right kind of endorphins that actually make you feel more positive. So if you are having a lot of negative self-talk, put a pin in your mouth because at least that will be combating it to some extent. Obviously, I'd like you to stop doing that to yourself. Um, but I have to do that too. I Many times I stand in the mirror with my toothbrush like that. But this is also um, watching the... Um, college football playoff, which, you know, I, was ha I would have been happier had the team from Alabama won, but that's okay. So standing with your hands on your hips is a power pose. And Amy Cuddy talks about this in her book. Um, it's orange and it has a little figure on it. I can't think of what it is, but I will think of it and it'll be in the chat or not in the chat. It'll be in the, um, unless Doc can put it in this chat. Um, so, but you stand like this. This may not be comfortable for some of you. This is really the best power pose, right? With your hands above. You guys can see me, right? Can you see me still? And nobody's talking. Yes. Okay. Thank you, Lorenzo. Okay. Thank you, Taylor. But having your arms up is the best, but it's a little awkward. So if you're in a meeting and you're feeling uncomfortable, yeah, put exactly. Um, put your put your arms on your hips. Even if you're sitting down, this is a good power pose. So I think it's a it is something that is in your body that makes you feel more positive and more confident. So standing like that would be a, a good little spark. At UCDA, I met Amy with A I M E E. And Amy told me about this book and I was like, oh, Amy, I didn't really like Eat, Pray, Love. I don't know if I'd really like this book. She's like, you got to listen to it, Diane. And this was after I'd presented. She said, you got to listen to this book. And I told her that and she said, I said, you really liked it? And she's like, this is my fifth time. That was all I needed to know. I spent some time with Amy and I thought she was pretty fantastic. And I was like, okay, I'm going to read it. And it took me like three weeks. I got done and it was amazing. This is a really good book, but it really talks about um, just the creativity flow and how things come in and come out. And there were so many more parts of it. I need to reread it again. So love, I'm just talking about things that I do to learn, right? So um, Chris Doe, I love him. I um, really, really um, believe that he's teaching designers how to talk. He's teaching um, not just about design. He's also teaching about how to kind of separate yourself from being so emotionally connected to maybe your, your work that you're creating and making sure that you're doing things that really are strategic for your client. I love this guy too, Lorenzo. And he's going to be at Creative South, people. I cannot wait. And Patricia... I wish I had avoided Pray <laughs> Love. Not that she's amazing. I'm really glad I read the second book. Okay. Oh, I didn't mean to zoom in. Haha. <laughs> Whoops. Okay. And Chris is, um, a, I don't know, one of the one of the two founders of the future, I guess. And then he's now on his own with the future. And he runs. He has a design agency as well, or motion. They do everything. And then he also does really. It's 
really focused on building the future and they have a YouTube. If you don't know, they have a YouTube channel. They also have a pro group and they also um, really, they have classes that you can take. They have workshops in, in their studio, but he really wants to bring um, education and education of design on a more regular level. It's not like something you just go for four years and then you're done. And um, yeah, so Fred saying that Chris and um, Dustin were on. Oh, I heard it. I started it. Um, thank you. And they, Chris did, I did introduce them. So I'm very excited. And Dustin said it was really good. So I love, um, he, they, he has a podcast. Obviously, Honest Designers also have a podcast. So this is kind of the back end of the future group. This is kind of from a while ago. Um, but there's multiple things you get. Um, it's kind of a lot, but you get weekly meetings, two hour meetings, FaceTime with Chris and a whole bunch of other people. So I would, I would encourage you guys to do it. They have lots of other kind of things. So design therapy, business of creativity, um, social media marketing and others. So, and they're always building on them. So, oh, cool, Dominique. That's awesome. Thank you. So I love this guy also, Donald Miller. And I've already mentioned him before. He has that podcast called the Story Brand Podcast or Building a Story Brand. And then his his business is called Story Brand. I'm telling you, if you want to do web design, I would read this book and I would start listening to this podcast. He really, he's a writer. He's uh, based, he was a, a Christian writer for many, many years. He didn't go to college. Um he didn't graduate. He didn't go. It wasn't something I don't believe um, that wasn't part of his thing. And all of the books, he wrote like 12 books or 11 books, and they were all really um, personal uh, memoirs, but they were so, they are so good. Blue like jazz. There's tons of them. Um, <clears throat> so the, I've really learned a lot and the way I design and strategize websites is based a lot on what I've learned from Donald Miller. Now, Donald doesn't really love designers, I think. So I think we, I just want to change the way he feels about designers because I don't think we're always just trying to make things pretty, but this five minute marketing makeover, it is a, a lead generation. It is a um, way for them to get your email, um, lead magnet, whatever. But there are these amazing three videos. And I think these three videos are terrific and five minute marketing makeover that you go there and you can either spell out five or type the number and makeover.com and then you put in your email and then you can get these three and I always learn something I, I played it twice uh, yesterday I would definitely suggest you guys especially if you're interested in web um, or more of the strategy of web I think it's really solid and I use some of that today when I was talking to a client so this is kind of what Don believes. Creative agencies will take your money and use it to confuse your customers. And I'm literally reading from a slide from his website. So if people think that about us and people are sharing that about us, I think we have to combat that by also knowing why we do certain things. And I think some people probably are just trying to make something pretty. But I really think a lot of us really want to give our clients something amazing and something that's really going to benefit them. I don't think we're trying to confuse our customers, but I think we end up doing that because I don't think sometimes we're great communicators. So I think it's really important that we team up with people who are great communicators. So I don't know what you guys think about that or not. Josh says he thinks we only push pixels. I love his stuff too. I think, I just think we got to love on it, you know, and tell them that we're actually, there's some, some of us who really do like um, to not confuse our customers too. I know Austin went to one of my students, Austin, um, who is now alumni and he comes sometimes to design recharge. He was, he did one of the um, story brand workshops in Atlanta and somebody came and did the, the, the workshop with them, with his company. And he was like, it was amazing. It was awesome. So it, you know, makes me really want to know more. So again, this is Michael Stinson with uh, Type Ed. If you guys don't know about them, they also do a podcast. Rachel does a podcast. She interviews a lot of amazing people. So I would definitely check them out. Some are cheap as $29. Some are, you know, thousands of dollars. It is worth every penny, I'm telling you. 
And I'm an educator. I was like, oh, well, I know probably it'll be good to, you know, get a refresher. But it was really, it was, I learned so much. <clears throat> so here's some more of the ones I already kind of shared a little bit. There's a Skillshare one. <clears throat> so type as core training for typographic mastery. There's one um, pairing typefaces. This one was amazing. I had never learned how to do this. These are all really inexpensive. That one was, I, if I had to do one today, that's the one I would tell my students to do. Um, the restaurant uh, menu, I love. I thought I kind of wanted to do some of that. And then um, logo design and word marks. So again, $49, $29, $29, and then $10 a month if you're doing Skillshare. Check them out. This is also still type ed. They have self-led online learning tools. They also do in workshop in, in, in the Bay area, I believe is where they are or uh, Southern California. You know, it's a big state. I can't remember. Um, but anyway, so they have like type one, type two to really kind of mastery. And they are, Michael's amazing. They have also have something called brand apprenticeship. Look at how good the branding is on this. Everything's yellow and blue. I mean, yellow, and blue, yellow and blue. I can't even see my colors clearly. Yellow and black. I mean, it. The endurance one. That's the one I did. It was a kick butt one, but it was so good. So I also do fun things that are not that the type. I think all the type stuff's really fun. I think all the design stuff's really fun. But some is really specifically for work. Some is specifically for me to be able to do more for my clients. But I also really think it's important that you do stuff on the side that's not, that is just feeding your creativity, making a mess. It's really hard for me to do that. So I really do believe, and I really like Jeannie Oliver. She has a really big platform where a lot of um, artists uh, and crafters are coming in and sharing how to make certain things. And I've taken some of Daniel Donaldson's um, workshops in, on here. It's where I've found out about some great artists. So hopefully maybe you guys, have any of y'all ever heard um, of Jeannie Oliver? And no. Okay. Terrific. Anyway, I took this class this fall. Hey, Dustin. Um, <laughs> you heard it from me. So, um, this lady, I can't remember her name who taught this, but I love collage. I think, um, <laughs> thanks Josh for making me laugh. Um, he said, Jamie Oliver, he's like the cooking guy or whatever. Um, so creative collage, I love, and I, I think so much of what we do as a designer is really collage. We just don't think of it that way, but co collage is it tells a story. It has texture. I mean, to me, oh yeah. Hey, those creative lab classes I mentioned are on sale for the next three days. Hey, sweet. The successful pairings. Thank you so much, Amy. And I will put this. So the next three days till Friday, probably. Um, Amy, can you um, uh, tell what the price is on that? Anyway. $21. So it's from 29 to 21. Hello people. That's a no brainer. There's also a, t a website for web designers. That's called fontpair.com.co or .com. I can't remember anyway, or font pairing. I can't remember. I'll tell you later if you're want to do the web class. But anyway, so I really enjoyed this. It's, you know, it's just watching some videos. It's not like it's 18 hours or anything. And I kind of watched them in segments, but you're just kind of watching her technique. Dustin, you would love some of these, um, um, this lady and how she uses stuff, like how she, her aesthetic. I think you would really like the lady who did it. Yeah. Oh, you would really like that lady. So then I love this lady called Jane Davenport. She's in Australia. Anybody heard of her? Go on YouTube, search for um, Derwent Ink Tents Pencils. I should, I will put it in the, I will link to it. Um, not pencils, but ink tents, blocks. It could be ink tents. Derwent, D-E-R-W-E-N-T, um, ink tents. If you search for uh, Jane Davenport, or that you will be blown away. She is like, oh, you just want to make art like her. Um, oh, Amy says also the AIGA supporter level, which is $12 a month and above are eligible to receive an exclusive 30% off any, cre any creative live class. Hey, Amy, great plug there for AIGA members. Awesome. 
Okay, so I have taken a course or am in a course because I haven't always finished all of them. <laughs> yes, Derek, you need to rejoin. Um, I love drawing. She has a bunch of different ones. She's She does a ton of different things. She also has a lot of products at Michael's and Hobby Lobby now, and they're great. I've, I've bought a, a bunch of them. I think it's important that you share what you're learning and hopefully you guys will, will um, and do that maybe with your team. I know Patricia's kind of a, a lonely only, and I know Jason's an only, a lonely, only, only lonely. I didn't mean that the wrong way if I said it the wrong way, but I just think it's important that you learn. So I spend probably about $4,000 a year on my education. I think it's really important. I have done a, um, uh, recently I did Dustin's workshop with Brad Woodard, which I loved. It had an online component. Dustin does a lot of these regularly, which I really love because that's what I want. I want to learn how, I want to see how they're drawing it, see how they're coming up with something, seeing how they're using the tools because Dustin makes these awesome tools at retrosupply.com. Um, but Lilla Rogers is somebody who's on kind of another end where she's like looking and she's more of a curator and she represents a bunch of artists and Matt's is make art that sells. And so if you see people saying they're doing Matt's A or Matt's B and she's really getting people ready to go to um, Surtech or, or something like that where they're selling, they're giving licensing and they're doing licensing to big companies or companies for sheets or you're doing all kinds of things. Um, so I, I think that um, I really enjoyed this. There were, there's a lot of information in the mats. It is kind of expensive, but I really enjoyed it. There's a work. Um, there's like, she does these live, um, critiques, which I think is so freaking fantastic because you get to see what other people are doing that's right. I love critique. Critique is when we lecture, to be honest. And so anyway, here we go. Um, and then here's just some of our courses. So Portfolio Re Review Live, I love, a lot of times those are free. Um, there's Assignment boot camp. there's um, Part A and Part B, like, so Part A might be for children's um, could be uh, decor, right? And then some is for like clothing or something. So she really um, pulls it into two spots. Again, it's kind of expensive, but if you're an illustrator, it's, and or if you want to be an illustrator, I think I should have been a little bit more advanced, but like, I think this is a really good tool for people who are just ready to go to that next level. Um, Marie Forleo, I know Dustin, I believe, didn't you do the, uh, um, Oh, Booker's B school. And yes, he did. See, I knew it. I said that yesterday in class. I had th thought you'd tell me that you did. If you guys don't know about her, she has a free YouTube and she tells a lot. She interviews a lot of people. Um, it Marie Forleo TV, I think on YouTube, but Marie Forleo, it's fantastic. It's a lot of, it's, it's not just for creatives. It's for business people, entrepreneurs. So I would do, I think everybody should learn a little bit more about business. And I, she makes it really fun and it's digestible. And then I am taking, I'm retaking this uh, course she had called The Copy Cure because I also think that it's important that we know how to write. This is not fun for me, but I end up writing a lot for clients that are web clients that they just, the stuff they have on their site doesn't work. So you have to write it. And it really does. I know Dustin would totally agree with this. I think your writing, Dustin, helps sell. And I think um, Don Miller would say the same thing with StoryBrand. The writing really, really sells what it is. And your, the way you write emails, the way you write your copy on your website so if you could have this extra skill, how much you would be more marketable for your clients, your clients would want to come to you. Plus, if you're trying to get another job, you're also more marketable. Patricia, I know you have to write stuff sometimes for the college. I know you have to because you're a lonely only. You can't, 
somebody, you have to edit, you have to make things better and you have to want to, you can't just be like, well, that's all they gave me. Like, no, you want your client to make a ton of money and you want them to be hugely successful. And Doc says writing has definitely helped. I suck at it now, but was horrible before. Um, see, Paige did that today for a magazine ad. Tr Patricia said, true, we have writers, but they should take this class. But I also think everybody can always improve, right? But sometimes it's just like, hey, why don't we try this? Or, or let's make this quicker. This would be a great thing for everybody to take, and it makes your team stronger. Okay, so here's three of her courses. So one is Start the Right Business. One is B-School. Obviously, I don't own those. And then the Copy Cure. And these are things that you have access to. So if you might buy it, it might be on sale, but you don't have access to it. Um, if you don't buy it, obviously, but you have access to it as a lifetime. So I would, um, you know, a lot of, another one is Creative Live. Um, you can view... Uh, a lot of times they'll have the people on and you get to watch them for free, but you have to watch them at this time. So it's kind of like design recharge, except mine's free all the time. But this would be, um, you know, I love creative live too. So um, if you don't know James Wedmore, anybody? Uh, so if you are more into video, he's great for teaching normal entrepreneurs how to use video. And this would be somebody I would, um, definitely get on his mailing list because he does if videos definitely on the rise many many companies are using video and not just to talk like as an ad but also as a teaching tool they're doing a ton of other things with it so I think it's really important that <clears throat> and I think I got all these with one um, course like you know how they'll like bundle things together but I really like him. I know me and um, Dustin have both talked about um, Derek Halpern. Who, this is this guy. Um, he does social triggers and he uses a lot of psychology within his, um, in the way he talks. He's funny, but he definitely uses this, a lot of psychology. He's somebody you could go all the way back to the beginning because it's not necessarily based on what's happening in social media right now. So sometimes with social media people, you are kind of more, you have to be on their current. You have to get, you can't go back two years ago, you have bought the Facebook thing and now Facebook's interface is totally different or their algorithm is different. So it doesn't make sense. But a lot of his stuff is kind of really um, about business and, and selling. And I think that um, this is a really good one. And I was listening this morning on the way to work to the Honest Designers podcast with Blair Inns. And Blair's actually going to be on in March. I'm doing a whole series with entrepreneurs. But you guys should listen to that one. Um, I texted Dustin earlier and it was, it was really, it's a really good episode and kind of gives you a different kind of feel. He does, it's, uh, he's written a book called win without pitching and he kind of goes into that. So I haven't finished the whole podcast, but you guys should listen to the honest designers if you don't. Okay. And Jason says he still needs to read his book. Okay. Yes, for sure. So this is the, the course that I bought from, um, Derek and it's sales pages that convert. So the copy cure is just really copywriting and maybe it's about all the stuff for your website or other parts. Sales pages that convert is definitely about your web website, but <clears throat> it's about a lot of conversions. So there are going to be some, um, anyway, so this is giving you a little bit of insight. Hopefully that's okay. And I think it's really important that you push yourself. Hey, Carly, you're going to get a, I think you're in here. Well, your beavers in here. I think it's important that you push yourself. I know it's it's hard. You have to spend extra time. You have to get up early to do this. And when you're already doing a side project, it's really hard to spend the extra time to do the the push. Um, I know that um, whoever you had on last week or a few weeks ago, uh, Dustin, you were talk, uh, talking, maybe it was the Lauren Hahn, but you were talking about um, Contagious by Jonah Berger, another great book. It's on my syllabus for people to get in the social media class because what makes something viral? Why do things go viral? And it's, you know, I think it's about learning. It's about pushing, but you, you just have to make time for it. Even if the course is six weeks and it takes you 
a whole year, that's fine. At least you've maybe committed some time to doing it. And my sister had a really good point. She's like, Diane, well, if you want to get better at illustration, you should, you know, what would be reasonable for you to spend illustrating each week? And I was like, well, I think I could do three days and maybe an hour, hour and a half a day of those three days. And she's like, that's too many. How about an hour and a half a week? And I'm like, oh, I can totally do that. And there are definitely times that I have not, um, done that. I've not been able to do the hour and a half. And I think you should think of what you would love to do and then scale it back like to only 30% of what you think you can do. Um, anyway, um, uh, Patricia said at UCDA, Doc said that he schedules in his Google calendar. I actually do that too. And I am, it's the only way that I'm able to block out the time. So the Marie Forleo class is on Fridays uh, before a mastermind. So I have never taken any general assembly classes, but these classes helped Hiba to get a job from, she moved from Orlando to uh, San Diego. And I knew, I know Hiba would totally, um, totally tell you that she loved the general assembly classes. They were easy to at your own pace. Um, excuse me. I drank way too much water at lunch. Um, and, but if, I don't know if you guys have taken any general assembly class, but this is more for like UX UI people. But I think that's a good way to go forward, especially if you can't go and take a workshop somewhere. Um, I think it's, it's important to do some of these things. <clears throat> and then uh, school of motion. I think Chris Doe told me about this one. And um, this is actually, there's a free student account, which I think um, Patricia, with an EDU, I don't know if you're able to get a free student account or not. But sometimes at educational universe or educational places, universities, whatever, they might be able to um, uh, get you a deal or something, or sometimes with any company, you know, to take a extra thing that will help them. I think it would be worth it. Again, this is self-paced. Um, this is more after effects, animation, things like that. And if, you know, if you're at, you're like, I'm solid at illustration and I'm solid at design, I'm coasting. I don't think that's a good place to be coasting maybe for a little bit, but like, six weeks coast and then back on the back on because you need to keep that those muscles working i believe and also our industry is cons constantly changing constantly doing new programs or new whatevers so it's good to keep up otherwise you start feeling like you're just you're never going to catch up and sometimes you feel like that anyway even if you are but i really just think it's important that you just try you just put it in the calendar and just try so this may not be the a great one for you, but I do believe if um, Christo said the school of motion, I definitely believe uh, in it. And I think what you're doing is you get okay and then you it becomes an extra marketing tool for you to go get another job or for you to offer to your clients. But it also gives you another way to uh, uniquely identify yourself in the market. So I think you need to create work that uses the tools that you're learning. If I learn anything from Christo, it's that I need to teach what I'm learning right now, not teach what I'm an expert at. So, oh, Taylor says she's been using SVS Learn for illustration. Create work that you're learning how to use. Accept work, I think, that forces you to learn new tools. I did not know how to use that Elementor tool, but I didn't say no, like, no, buddy, I can't do it. I said, I've got time. I can learn how to do this. And then I'm going to, and I, you know, sometimes it really works and sometimes it really doesn't. I think it's important that you push yourself and you have, you can't be like, oh, this is a $30,000 and they needed it by Friday. That's not a good time to learn something. But I do think, you know, when you have time and I was able to do it over the break. So I had time to kind of, and I stayed up till two. Like I don't, I don't stay past nine usually. I go to bed early. Okay, so I'm going to really quickly go through this other one. This is kind of what I take my kids through. And I know it's the same thing, <laughs> same template. I will break it up. So I want to know why you think we teach web design. Like in a design, we just have one class at our school. And I think web design is, besides UX, UI, and maybe animation, 
is the most lucrative skill to have being being able to do web and do web strategy is um, the way to make the most money uh, most bang for your buck for sure so I think it's an excellent skill. It allows you to offer more for your clients and for your potential employer. There's a problem and you have to tell the story. Well, it's the same way in web. You're just telling the story vertically, right? And you're telling it by other, and it is so much of a game. If you like to put things together and make things work, oh, web design is for you. The average salary for a web designer. Now, granted, I'm telling this to people who are 25, 23. This is from salary.com, and this was taken on Friday. Um, I don't know what day that was, the 3rd, 4th, 4th of January, 2019. It says the salary range for a web designer is $65,098 to $87,038. Now, this is in America. Sorry, Dominique. It's not in Germany. But that's the expected salary. So to me, hey, that's pretty good salary, and... I would say starting out, um, this would be something, you're not going to start at that, but this is kind of a mid-range, but that means there's people below, and usually I'd say the starting would be, a low end would be about 40, even in Mobile, which is really, really low end, and then, you know, if you're out maybe in Portland, where Patricia is, you're going to make more maybe as a web designer, but again, it's, it's not just, hey, can you put this here, can you put this here, that's not design, right, that's just pushing pixels. We aren't just pushing pixels. We are doing strategy. We have to be able to speak up about why we think this is, but we also, the only way we need to, the only way we can do that is if we're actually learning why this works and why this doesn't work. And we have to test. We have to, and that's what we're talking about in the social media course for sure, is about test, rinse, repeat, test again, optimize, change, rinse, repeat, right? Same sort of thing. And it's the same thing you do A-B testing with email campaigns. So this is from Code Academy. If you guys know or don't know, um, Code Academy is like made, it says the average U.S. salary is $60,901. They have a lot of free courses that it's based for kids. I make my class go through this. So Jason, start going through this. The classes that I'm going to make my class do. It is this web development. They're going to do the HTML and the CSS, but it's for free. It's anybody can do it. And so these are the classes. So they're doing that intro to um, web development that this is a path and they're doing the HTML and CSS portions, but they're also going to do these courses. So this is, there's two different parts and you can click on catalog and you'll see this. There's like paths and then, um, these other things. I don't think it's the same thing, but so it's four hours. You learn HTML and then they don't tell you how many hours the CSS is. And then they're going to make a website and then they're going to deploy a website and then learn responsive design. Maybe you have heard about Khan Academy, maybe Khan Academy. You've seen some stuff on YouTube. Um, This again is something we're doing. We are not doing, it's called hour of code is like the module. These are made for third graders to 12th graders. That's what I kind of tell my students, not to make them feel bad, but like, hey, this was really made for a sixth grader, so you should be able to do this. Like, you can kind of tell by the graphics. Um, But anyway, so Khan Academy and Code Academy are actually, but they're doing creating web pages, and that is 13 segments. This is the first time I've ever used Khan Academy for this, and anybody listening, it's K-H-A-N Academy, if you haven't ever heard of it. Um, But you know what? It's it, It gives you the basis. This thing I'm using with Elementor, maybe I already knew HTML and CSS, and so that makes that's why it's easier for me, but I'm not having to write the code. I don't want to write the code, but I do think it's important that you know what a wrapper is and what a div is and things like that, just the basic structure. You know, HTML, HTML hypertext markup language, is a language. It's, it's learning a new language, and cascading style sheets is based off of that same language, and so... It's a language. You're learning a language. If you want to do it with me, hey, look, there's a class code. You can do FBQE32FE. Then you'll just pop in and I'll see if you're <laughs> in. Um, that's really all you need, people, if you actually want to do it with me. So I don't know if there are five resources. I think I wrote five and I'm not sure if I went ever back and counted it. But one, I think you need to read this book, Building a Story Brand. I also think you need to listen to that podcast. It's 
changed me. And it's funny. I just love it. Also, I've already told you about the five minute marketing makeover. Please, please, please go watch that. I'd love to hear what you have to say. Obviously, I love the future. I always think it's funny. Okay, this is my new love, Ferdy, Ferdy Korpershoek. He is my savior for Elementor and Divi and um, uh, Ultimate Add ons, all the stuff. Anything I needed to know how to do with Elementor, I just went to Ferdy. And he is amazing. So he also, Jason, maybe just want to go and go through his, see, it says how to, how to make a WordPress website, Elementor. And that's what we're going to be doing in the class. We're going to make it, we're also going to be doing some strategy as well. All right. Obviously I use the same graphic. I think you need to push, you need to push yourself. And then we talked about general assembly and, um, uh, school of motion. So this is what we will not be learning. We will not be learning Muse. Do you know they're phasing it out, people? So I think maybe when Paige took me, <laughs> yes, Lorenzo, absolutely. Lorenzo said Muse is dead. And Paige says, not surprised. Muse is totally being phased out. It. Uh, I actually went, I always go back to my um, project sheets, my role sheets, and that's where I write um, what the students told me they thought they wanted to do to do different or what. And they always, the last time I taught it, which was two years ago, they said, Oh, we really wish you would have taught us more muse. I didn't teach them any muse to be honest, but they said they wanted more. And I'm like, Ooh, I just don't think I can do that. Cause it feels like me teaching Dreamweaver. I'm not teaching Dreamweaver either people because it, I don't think people are using it. <laughs> so I totally agree, Lorenzo. We need to talk. So we will be learning a little bit about email marketing. So here's an analogy to explain the web, meaning domains, hosting, and themes. Now I have to go through this for them because they don't understand it. I know you guys all know it, but for anybody like my mom, it's like being born. When you're born, you get a name, right? It's on your birth certificate. It says uh, your name and it says your place of birth. So it has an address and it says the date, right? But there's another thing you get, and the, so this is your name, like your URL. That's your, your name. That's your domain name. You also get a social security card. Now, maybe in Germany you get something else, a different kind of number that the government uses to track you, right, probably. So you get something. So this is the IP address. I think of this as like you have a name that's easy for people to remember, and then you have a number that only the government uses, right? Um, so your the IP, really the domain name is just made up of a string of numbers, right? People are like, oh, are you at 192.168.115.67? Like I think that's, or 52, that's the color printer. Um, but they all have IP addresses. So this is like the social security card number. So I'm trying to make an analogy. But if I wanted, now you go home as a baby and you have a, a hopefully, unless you're homeless, if you're homeless, you have no hosting. If you're a website, you mean you have a domain name, but you have no place to live. It means I can't have a website because I don't have a place to put my sofa and my bed and my kitchen. I have to have that to be able to get mail to come to me. I have to have an address. I know technically you could have a P.O. box, whatever people, let's not be contrary. <laughs> so you have to have the mailbox to get the mail to come in, not just email, but just people to come to your door. You have to have an address. So that's hosting. So you need a domain name. That's your, your, your name, right? www.retrosupply.com or .co, but he has .com now. So that's his his uh, URL, his domain name, but he also has an IP address for that, right? Realistically, it's the same thing. It's just a string of numbers. I definitely don't know that. Um, I doubt Dustin does either, unless he's just really geeky about that stuff. And then, but then he also has, thank goodness he says he doesn't. Um, but then he also has a, or we all do, has hosting. And so people host at different places. And I actually, um, want to take you through who I think are, I use GoDaddy.
The one of the reasons I love GoDaddy is because they're 24/7, 365 days a year. And I need help sometimes, all the time, right? Anytime, middle of the night, something happened, the client site, ah, they'll help me. And they're always nice and they really always try to save me money. But did you know that if you go to GoDaddy and you start typing in a, e a web address because you're like, hmm, I'm going to try. I'm going to be the, the be the beaver. I should probably try to get that URL now that I'm thinking about it. But I would never go to GoDaddy and type be the beaver.com to see if it's available. Of course, it probably isn't available. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I haven't ever searched for it. I would not do that because one time I was on my way to work and I was at a light, so I was stopped. And I typed in this URL that I thought, oh, that'll be awesome. And it was available. And by the time I got to work, which was about 10 minutes later, it was not available. I do not think people were just waiting to buy that crazy URL because it was a weird one. I think some robot is going on there and purchasing things that you're not purchasing. I don't know. Maybe I'm just like, this is where maybe the craziness is coming out, right? You're like, oh my gosh. Okay, whatever. So go to namemesh.com. N-A-M-E-M-E-S-H. Do you guys know this stuff already? Lorenzo uses Ionos. I-O-N-O-S.com. Go to wherever you want to buy your um, thing and um, purchase it. Again, I take my kids. So Brian loves SiteGround, but SiteGround is SiteGround.com. Brian has used them for years. He says they're awesome and amazing, and they have great customer service as well. So, and they have much cheaper rates. They're also telling you 10,000 visits monthly, 25,000 visits monthly, 100,000 visits monthly. monthly. So six killer and some paid free tools to use. So obviously I'm a WordPress fan. Um, I don't like the old WordPress. Like I think the new stuff, the Gutenberg stuff is going to be cool and it's blocks. But the reason I like it is because I found other tools that really work well, which are like the Divi, which I'll get to. But Astra is, Ferdy turned me on to this. Astra is, they have a pro version, but there's also just this, all you need is just a basic thing to do what I'm going to do in my class. So the Astra, and you can, they actually have an Astra theme generator, which I love that they have that online. You can type it in, you can actually put in your icon or, you know, image, and then it already does that for you. So you don't have to do, do that through FTP, which is great. Um, Divi also has that as well. Um, and it's through elegant themes and I love the Divi. The, I love Elementor. Absolutely love Elementor. Other things that you might use to build things that I don't know about are Sketch. I was just telling my students about it. So, or Adobe XD, you know, this is if you're doing more UX UI, you're doing more front end development that, or not the development, but the design, and then you're going to give it to somebody who's going to develop it. And this is what they're going to require. But if you are a lonely only and you're trying to do this on your own, then WordPress, I think, is great with the Divi and with Elementor. Those are the ones I use. So see, Carly, here's your beaver. Again, look at this super cute. This is from her Instagram. But I have this little beaver. There he is. You have to have your inner beaver. And I know I've never given you the full beaver talk, like made you watch this YouTube video. There is a YouTube video. I will put it in the link below or in it'll be below wherever you are. It'll be below. It talks about how beavers change things. They are, um, they are, it's a, it's a documentary from PBS and it will change the way. Um, hey, see, Lorenzo wants to know where they can get that beaver. See? He gets custom tailoring. Um, the beaver really is, we are the beaver. As designers, I believe we're helping other people. Beavers help um, fish, they help mice, they help deer, they help birds, they help bunnies, they help foxes. Where there's beavers, there's life. Where there are designers, there are businesses that actually can survive. And so they need us, we need them, we like to do things, but here's where beavers come into web design and i always play this video or through act of god will mess up his dam or her dam and they get back on it 
and they just build it again. And web design is like that. You know, web design can be very frustrating. You're like, I have hit this. I have no idea how to get this thing off or why is there this white space here or whatever. And sometimes you just need a friend to help or sometimes you just need to take some time off and then come back to it with fresh eyes. But sometimes you just have to keep soldiering on, meaning you have to just get back, cut down more trees and build the build the dam back, build the beaver, build the pond, build the ecosystem back. And hopefully when, if you lose the whole thing, you hopefully have a backup. But I believe a beaver, they'd never stop. It doesn't, it doesn't phase them. They're just like, oh, our dam's gone. They just don't go, you know, they just don't get so upset. They just get back to work. And that's what I think with web design, you just can't get that upset. But it is a game. It is, it is like a game and you, there is an end, right? There is a winner and it's fun if you can see it like that. So sometimes I think you need to put your get big girl panties on, but you got to put your big girl panties on and just do it. And sometimes when I want to start crying, because there are definitely times I want to start crying with anything, right? I just say, this is not going to help me to sit down and cry right now. I'm going to just do the next step, do the next step do the next step. I got to be the beaver for watching my two lectures that I gave my one kid in my class yesterday was like, cause usually the first day of class, we don't stay the whole time. I mean, I usually do, but they don't, I guess with other people. And, um, she was like, is that other class going to be this long? And I'm thinking, Hmm, you know, that doesn't sound too good. Is that's like saying, Oh, are you going to serve this crappy spaghetti again tomorrow? I'm like, look girl, Anyway, I was like, yeah, I didn't actually answer her because I thought it was kind of rude. It's kind of like, you know, when you miss a whole week of class and you come back and you ask your teacher, oh, did you do anything important? Did I miss anything important? And I always feel like saying, hmm, oh, yeah, we noticed you were gone. We just had a pizza party and watched some movies. Yes, we do important things every day. You know, hello. <laughs> Bless her heart. That's right, Amy. Anyway, thank you guys so much um, for listening to all that. So if you're interested in taking that social media course with me, um, and obviously it's not exactly like what you would get in my class, but if you are interested, I would love to talk to you about it or talk through it, but you can always support on Patreon. Thank you so much, Patricia for, she's my newest one. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I, I really appreciate it. Is the Elementor. It's not a slash. It's just DR slash or I mean, DR Elementor. All these are affiliate links, so that means I get a part. So how these L, um, these work, diff different, works, different ones work different ways. We're going to do a whole show on it because I think it's really important. It's a great way for you to make some extra money. bit.ly slash Diane Loves Divi, D-I-V-I. And then on Audible, um, Audible is another one that is you get two free books and I, that's awesome to me, man, you get two free books. It is bitly because I love audible and I listen to it every day. Uh, me too, Dustin. That's how me and you get our books read. I think, I think we like real books too, but cause I know you have a big library. Um, bitly slash design recharge gets you two free audible books. Dustin, you should do, you should sign up and be an affiliate. The split's not as awesome, but it's still pretty good for anybody who signs up. And do you know what I do? I, I give $14.95 a month. I get one book. Who can buy a book for $14.95? There, no, there are not many books for $14.95, but I get a whole book for $14.95. To me, that's huge. And actually, anybody can sign up for that. But for an affiliate to have like um, audible.com slash retro supply, which you totally should try to do, um, oh, um, you have to ask to do that because they ask about your list, but Dustin, you should do that. Um, and you know, if you have somebody, not just Dustin, but if you have people that come to you and ask you like doc, people want to know what tools you're using, then you should make a Amazon affiliate. That's also free people, you know, then you can sell some things and get a little bit of cut or, or get a free book every once in a while. So I just love affiliate and Anyway, so hopefully you guys have learned something. Thank you for taking notes and I appreciate you. I cannot wait. This is a huge person that loves Dustin, has done work with Dustin 
is Adam Grayson. Man, talk about a story of hope. So when I have people on the show, I like to say, hey, I think you have a great story of hope. I want to share your story. And Adam is so willing to just really be honest and open. And he's going to really lay it out and share how he really struggled and then how he's come off from the other side and, um, and what he's learned and of what he's continually learning. And he, um, he's going to share his link for retro supply next week. And I hope you guys will join me. And he's done some freaking killer work and, we're going to also talk about the not killer work, maybe, that you have to do to pay the bills and all the other avenues of design and business when you're working for yourself that you have to do. So I'm excited. Thank you. Thank you so much for spending an hour and a half with me. I really do appreciate it. I'll see you guys next week with Adam Grayson. Can't wait.